Howdy. Welcome to Renegade Fantasy Sports NRL Fantasy Podcast, a rundown with me, the Defensive Centre. You can find me on Twitter at Defensive Centre. So in this weekly podcast, I'll cover all the latest NRL news and developments relevant to your NRL fantasy team. Plus, I'll give you all the highlights from www.renegadesfs.com, which is where you can get all of your NRL fantasy analysis from. So the next 15 minutes are meant for all of us who spent more time on our lineup than Des Hasler did this week. So first, a little update on my team. Round 13 was the first of the minor buys. Um, and it can really trip up a lot of teams that invest too many resources in the major buy in round 12. So fortunately, I seem to have gotten the balance right. I managed to score a pretty passable 704, um, which gained me 63 spots. So I'm now in at 1,903. So I was pretty happy with that. I really just wanted to hold rank over this round after having a pretty good round 12. So I was um, also pretty happy with that considering I lost Smith, Graham, Nikarima, Field, and Malachi with Tenny Zelezniak. So um, a lot of a lot of players, well, a lot of coaches would have lost a lot of players over the weekend, so managed to get through that relatively unscathed. Um, because of all that chaos, I did trade out Smith and MWZ uh, to McInnes and Dylan Edwards. So I don't have buyer's remorse just yet, um, but I will admit not having Smith makes me more than a little nervous and uh, captain decisions over the next few of the uh, non-buy rounds that are in this buy period is going to be a little bit difficult, um, but I'll be looking to get Smith back post-buys. So this week, um, I'm a little confused about what to do trade-wise. Um, I am riding pretty low on trades. I've only got 15 left. But if I don't trade this week, I have to run... Nikarima on my 17, and he's been named on the bench. And uh, I also have no money in the bank, so I'm probably going to have to use two trades to solve that problem in my halves. Uh, so with that, and then next week, obviously, being a major buy round, uh, I'll be looking to use two trades then as well. So I'm going to be running pretty low pretty quickly, and I'm going to have to start banking trades if I want to get out to the end of the buy period with enough in hand to deal with some uh, of the injuries that inevitably happen at that time of the year. So, enough about my team. Let's uh, get into the team list for round 14. So, first game of the round is Sharks versus Storm on Thursday night. So, for the Sharks, uh, all of their Origin stars are back after the buy they had last round. So, this pushes uh, Lee and Brown out of the for the team. Um, Seguiaro is also on an extended bench, uh, but he's rated at basically no chance of playing. He's just been named there as he started training again with the team. So he'll obviously be back pretty soon. So for the Storm, Cooper Cronk is out, is the big news. He's being rested. Um, interesting move by Bellamy to do that against um, the last year's premiers in the Sharks. Um, he'll be replaced at halfback by Harris. Uh, Smith replaces Smith, so that's Cam replacing Brandon. McLean starts and Griffin and Glasby move to the bench. So if you've got Cam, he'll be a really good captain option this week. Uh, this weekend, I imagine, as he will be picking up quite a few extra kick meters off Kronk. For the Sea Eagles versus Knights, uh, Tafua has been replaced by uh, Wright on the wing for the Sea Eagles. 
Tafua has a pretty serious ACL injury. He's likely to be gone for the rest of the season. For the Knights, Barnett uh, finally returns to the starting pack at lock, swapping with Yates, who moved to the bench. Uh, Stone is then out, which will be pretty frustrating for a few people who've been keeping him around for some of his uh, potential help in the buys, but it looks like he is out this week and maybe for the foreseeable future. He's being replaced on the bench by King. Broncos versus Rabbitohs. The Bronx see Milford return uh, from his head injury from Origin, and uh, he replaces Marshall, which is a bit uh, sad for Marshall, who's played quite well in the two games he's played this year for the Broncos, or the two recent games he's played. Nick Karim also returns uh, on the bench from his shoulder injury, replacing Sua. For the Rabbitohs, Goodwin comes back into the centres, pushing Tyrell Fuimaono to the bench, and that pushes uh, Robbie Rocco out of the 17. For the Titans versus Warriors. For the Titans, the big news is that Jared Hayne finally got his double positional player status, uh, so he is now available as a winger fullback and a centre. And fortunately, at the same time, he actually moves back to fullback, where hopefully he'll actually get more ball. At centre, his scoring was absolutely atrocious, uh, except in that one game where he scored uh, one or two tries when he first moved to centre. Um, basically, if he stayed at centre, he was a definite sell, but now it's probably worth just hanging on to him for a little bit and seeing how he goes back at fullback and see whether he can ignite some of the form he showed at origin level. Uh, so with that move, Roberts goes to the bench and Zillman goes to the wing and probably the centre. Peets also returns for the Titans. So for the Warriors, Gave is out with a hamstring injury. Lilliman replaces him in the starting side and Bantiafoa joins the bench. For the Panthers versus Raiders, there's no changes for the Panthers. Uh, so they finally seem to have found some decent combinations with that shift of Moylan to 5-8 and Dylan Edwards fullback. Mansoor, I think, offers a hell of a lot. Um, sadly, he hasn't doesn't look like he'll be putting in a few slow games before hitting his straps, uh, so he won't be losing much value before people can pick him up. So the Raiders have lost uh, Boyd and Louis through injury. Louis has gone for quite a while with uh, an ACL injury as well, I think. They see Soliola and Bateman in the starting pack. Uh, Royce Hunt joins the bench. Sadly, the Raiders have really shitty buys, um, as in they don't play the two remaining major buy rounds. So uh, Royce Hunt is not an ideal cash out, sadly. Eels versus Cows. The Eels have lost Hoffman and Gower. So Davis comes onto the wing and Mana starts at prop. Norman has been included in the on the extended interchange. Um, and the word is that he is very likely to start. The rumor is that uh, Alvar is out with a knee injury, I think. And Gutherson will move into centre to accommodate Norman's return. A little bit frustrating if you've got Gutherson. His, his scoring while playing in the halves has been sensational lately. Um, and obviously offers great buy coverage. It's unclear whether he'll still get the same amount of ball and same opportunities to score attacking stats while playing at centre. Um, and a lot of people were speculating that he may... In fact, moved fullback for Bevan French, but um, the word is that he would move to centre. But I guess we'll have to see what happens on game day with that particular move. Uh, for the Cows, Anil returns at centre. Um, Laybutt is named to start, finally. Um, 
but Thurston is looming on that extended bench, um, and he'll have to be coming in soon, one would think, after being named on extended bench for a few weeks in a row now. Titans versus Roosters. Uh, Suasso Su starts for the Tigers with Lance out through injury. For the Roosters, Pierce returns, which pushes Watson to the bench and Tedavano out of the 17. Final game of the round, Dogs versus Dragons. Graham has uh, again been named um, after he had a late withdrawal last week, which hurt a lot of people. Um, so, annoyingly though, because this is the last game of the round again this week, it was last week for the Dogs, uh, it's going to be really hard to prepare if Graham is again a late withdrawal. So, uh, depending on how your team is sort of lining up, it may be worth having a bit of cover um, to help deal with that if that, in fact, happens again. Um, Reynolds, Brett Morris, and Chase Stanley are also back for the Dogs, which uh, go which pushes Cassiano and Frawley to the bench. Uh, Holland, Lee, Garvey, and Tuolau out of 17. And there are no changes for the Dragons. So they're the team lists. Um, the article's up on the Renegades FS website at the moment. So you've got the break-evens up there, which is obviously going to be really useful for you to make a few decisions about which players need to go at this point. Uh, the game reviews are also up from last week if you want to get a bit of a sense for how those games panned out. Some really good stuff in there, uh, particularly like all the stuff that uh, Renegade Analytics Department puts up when he does game reviews, takes it quite personally when there's a late withdrawal or a, or a poor performance. Um, the two major competitions that uh, Renegades are running um, have two articles up. They sort of get a bit of a sense about where we're at with those competitions, which are the Eliminator and the King of the Buys. So I'm not in the Eliminator, um, but I am currently 74th out of 150 in the King of the Buys comp. So... 279 points off the lead, which is a pretty big margin, and I can't see myself reining uh, that much of that lead in in the short amount of time left. Short amount of time left before the end of the buys, but uh, we shall see. And uh, the Renegade question and answer and uh, bosses article should be up uh, on Thursday, uh, hopefully, and maybe a few other articles as well. So. I guess the major talking points at this point of the season are these sort of non-buy rounds that we end up having in the middle of the buy period. They tend to be quite tough. So at this point, we've seen two buy rounds off. So there's normally a fair bit to do to get your team prepared for the next major buy round. Um, but it's not always exactly clear how to best prepare for that. Um, <coughs> there's three teams that play the remaining buys, the remaining major buys of round 15 and 18. So they're the Eels, Rabbits and Storm. Um, annoyingly, we're not entirely sure who the Storm are going to be bringing in because they haven't played a buy yet. Uh, they're going to have the Origin players out. Um, there's a fairly good chance that Slater will play Origin 2. Um, there's fairly strong mail that that is going to happen. And if he plays Origin 2 and 3, that means he's going to miss another three uh, rounds uh, for the rest of the season, at least for those buy periods. So be prepared for that. If you're umming and ahhing about whether or not he's a keeper and needs to stay in your squad, maybe now's the time. Uh, maybe before next rank would be the time to bounce him. So be prepared for that. Um, but the upshot of that with so many players out is someone like Hawkins could come in and be uh, a really nice 
um, option as a cash out who'll play some major buy rounds. Norman is also probably going to be back for the Eels this round or, or next round at worst, so he could uh, certainly be a decent upgrade target. I've uh, certainly looking at him or Munster, both playing in those buy, major buy rounds. Um, Adam Reynolds, of course, is another one who's quite good for buy coverage in the halves, but his uh, irritating um, injury susceptibility makes him sort of a, a slightly more risky target. Jesse Bromwich also looks like a decent option. Uh, he put in a sort of 40-odd score last week, and he looks sort of bottomed out and starting to maybe gain a few more minutes and maybe start to regain some of those scores from last year. So if you're going to get him, you could probably wait one more week, but um, but he should certainly be on some people's radar. So that's it for me this week. Uh, sit tight, set your lineup, and, uh, well, captain whoever the hell you want because I don't have Smith anymore. I'll probably be going with someone like Jack DeBellin. And uh, sadly, no loophole this week, but get ready for it next week, and I'll give you a few more options. See ya.